Joining us now in our studios is uh, Ben Morning, Northfield City Administrator. Good morning, Ben. How are you doing? Good morning, Jeff. The uh, mayor couldn't make it today because uh, she's got kind of a scratchy voice. <laughs> Rhonda, <laughs> look, listen to me. <laughs> but uh, I know exactly what you're going through. Your, uh, vo- your voice gives a lower baritone sound, Jeff. It's a little more distinguished maybe on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind. thought I sounded like a teenager. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about last night's uh, council meeting. You had a regular meeting last night. Why don't we start off by talking about the uh, quarterly report from uh, Mark Elliott, Northfield's police chief. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Uh, in for his quarterly report, I'd say one area of focus that he talked about is that uh, people maybe have noticed or will notice the some increased presence of our police officers on foot in the downtown. And that's not in relation, uh, not a, in response to any kind of increase in crime uh, specifically, uh, but rather it's just a desire to do more community engagement. So the police department's interest to do community and police engagement uh, to develop and maintain a relationship of empathy and trust uh, between officers and the citizens by being more visible and getting regular positive interactions that sometimes have nothing to do with responding to crime or emergency situations. So, you know, it's some of the best practices in the industry. Obviously, there's been a lot of discussion about the uh, community policing initiative um, under the Obama administration and continued even uh, years after to continue to adopt those and implement them locally. By doing this, hopefully it reduces crime, focuses on a safe environment, engages residents to kind of be aware of things and really to create a better better understanding of the needs of citizens in our police department to really interact. So I think it's a good a good initiative. I hope it goes well and certainly um, encourage people to engage with, with the officers when they see them and just strike up conversation if, if they if they cross paths. They're good people. They're just like us. Exactly. They're right. They have families, uh, they're friends and our neighbors. So absolutely. What other things did uh, Chief Elliott bring up? Uh, the normal crime statistic details, again, not a whole lot. We have had some higher activity of things in that first quarter that we dealt with that I think you've reported on, but probably nothing too specific um, to go through. We've had some accidents and some other crimes, but mm-hmm. um, really that community policing piece is one that was per- probably particularly of note. All right. Um, ben Marty is with us, Northfield City Administrator. Let's move on to the uh, transit hub. There was uh, quite a bit of conversation last night around that uh, transit hub, the funding for it, and where we're going uh, with that. Uh, Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, Collaborate Design Group uh, came in and gave a presentation. They were hired back in 2022 uh, for the Regional Transit Hub and Pavilion Project that we've been working on. It's adjacent to the historic 1888 historic uh, Northfield Depot. It's a designated local historic preservation site. and basically, we got a state funding and a little over $1.7 million to do the Transit Hub Pavilion and also some uh, quiet zone improvements on 2nd Street to increase safety to allow us to potentially have uh, a series of abilities for the trains to not be activating their horns. Um, at the time of the project, that was the cost. We might end up having some local costs. The engineer thought we probably will when we go out to bids. A number of Time has gone from the 2021 legislative session when that was authorized and not at any of our fault. The state and their paperwork to get all of the documents done, we would have liked to have been building this last year, but um, a lot of time and energy spent with uh, MnDOT on getting all of the agreements and things put together as we waited on that. They've had a lot of turnover, but um, back on the project, um, 
It's a beautiful building and pavilion. Uh, they talked a lot, too, by having this consultant come in. Our Heritage Preservation Commission is also the Save the Northfield Depot provided input on the massing and scale of the transit hub. Talked a lot about how do you build adjacent and complement the historic building, but yet have a new one. The actual original building was supposed to have this luggage uh, kind of waiting area uh, that was designed. So it's not going with the exact historic look. And part of the reason was they didn't, by connecting to the historic, if we were to connect the pavilion to the historic building, are concerned about, you know, might that lead to water damage and issues with that connecting piece. Also, it's important from a design standpoint, from a historic preservation to distinguish the two. So you want to look similar to the building and the massing and the size. If you look at the images that you're going to get on your website, um, according to Rich, uh, uh, it, it doesn't get quite as ornate it was originally, and that's intentional. There's also some little things like the um, uh, support, I forgot what they call the uh, supporting pieces along the, the roofing. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't it, it, it removes some of the crevices where pigeons like to nest. So the historic com- building does have that. They did some temporary things to kind of keep them off, but it also factors that into the design. But they are already talking about it, the the. The transit hub building itself is primarily basically a bathroom facility that would have automatic locks uh, we, that would be available to the public. It's also kind of a waiting area. Same thing with the pavilion. So our bus routes will go through there. Benjamin Bus will be able to pick up people going into the cities for special events, and maybe someday we'll have passenger rail uh, show up again. Who knows? But um, it also could be a great a spot for some special, unique events with a pretty cool venue with a historic building, some public restrooms, and a pavilion. I think you could see some cool like small performances, maybe art shows, things. Uh, so there's a lot of good ideas of what could come forward with that. And when, uh, as far as construction of that, uh, where are you at there? Have bids put out, been put out? Is the design actually complete now? Or? Yeah, so the council approved the visual appearance last night and authorized the, uh, co- the completion of the construction plans and specifications. So um, the next step will be to approve those and then authorize to go up for bids. And then the plan will be con- primarily construction next year and completion uh, in the fall of next year, hopefully. So that's uh, the schedule. Any idea what the... Uh price tag to the uh, taxpayers will be i know you have some grant funding for that you mentioned 1.7 million how much is the total thing going to cost uh so the 1.75 million on our prior engineer's estimate back at the legislative session was 100 percent covered now we used prior expenses that we used as matching dollars that mm-hmm. we put in the road and the, the volunteer hours of the historic building were things that we used to the state to say we already participated half of the cost the engineer hasn't given updated cost estimate, but I'm guessing on the plans and specifications um, approval, he'll probably come back and then have better estimates at that time for her to share if there's mm-hmm. a, if we're looking now at a local match, what that might be. All right. Uh, once again, Northfield City Administrator uh, Ben Martig is with us. Uh, you spoke about the, uh, the budget timeline last night. Uh, what's that looking like? Yeah, it's only been a few months, and we're already talking budget again. <laughs> Just time flies. <laughs> we're in the May now. Right. So the, Holy cow, how did that happen? Kind of throw out a calendar around this time, and then really the kickoff will be at the June work session. In the middle of the month, we'll be talking about um, uh, the – we'll get the audit report, independent audit report from last year, and then that really kind of kicks off the new year. So we got two new council people walked through a little bit what that process is like. We'll also be looking at capital improvement plans and equipment plans in uh, at that June meeting, rolling up our sleeves and looking at street projects over a number of years. So that would be a time for people to check in to see what we're looking at in future years for street improvements and um, uh, physical building improvements. Uh, 
so we'll be talking a lot more budget, but for right now, I guess we could probably sit back and uh, enjoy these other projects that we're working on. <laughs> I love doing the budget and finance. That's really how we get things done, but it's a little bit more of a precursor last night. That, and they did talk. I think the council's probably going to have a lot of interest, too, on um, engagement of the public. How do we get information out? How do we have meaningful information for people to be able to digest and then uh, get some input on things, too? So the mayor had some great suggestions last night, and I'm guessing uh, they'll have more as we as we come forward. All right. We had uh, uh, two people in yesterday on the KYMN uh, morning show here to talk about the uh, reverse referendum. That uh, petition is now going around for that. Uh, they would like to... Uh, uh, once again, the same people we've talked to before that uh, do not want some of the, the, the bike trails to go through their neighborhood. I'm sure you're familiar with that, and you've heard, uh, I imagine, of the reverse referendum. Is there anything you'd like to say about that, whether it be a, a, a official city uh, uh, you know, outlook on that or just Ben Mardick? <laughs> yeah, I listened to the show, uh, Gary and Todd, and they expressed their perspectives. Uh, certainly their their goal to have safe and sensible bikeways in town and to stop unnecessary spending. I completely agree with this goal, and I think that's the city's goal too. I think they'll respect to, com- complete respect to them too. I, I don't believe that it's irrational as portrayed, and I believe that it's really a sound and safe project that we're doing, and I think it's also fiscally responsible. We had just a couple of things of the, that were covered, I guess, too, is, is that we, you know, we did look at alternatives. Uh, we, we have a plan that we worked on to have a network that goes across the city. So we know people have been concerned that we've got kind of piecemeal projects that they don't maybe tie well together. So we took a pause, went back and looked at that. This alternative that we're looking at with the protected one-way side and then the off-street uh, trails is actually the cheaper alternative that we looked at to have safe bikeways across the city versus if we were to have them on both sides, we'd lose more parking. So there are other impacts. Um, the images that they showed that's on your website, so a little, it's off a little bit, so it's at least feet, three more feet into the right-of-way, and there is uh, still 20 feet of parking in the private driveway, so they do are able to accommodate that without going onto the sidewalk. Bryan Avenue is a great project in some ways. They talked about that. There's certainly Minneapolis uh, had some issues with that. In fact, our consultant talked about that one. I personally spent a couple weekends going up there and looking and taking video and photos and kind of getting a sense of it. And it's a one-way street, so I don't think it's good for that reason. It's also too narrow. And we also have different parking standards in Northfield than they do, so we don't allow on-street parking in the evening in the wintertime. Um, and they also have a little bit unique since it's a one way, they have the driver's side one. So, but I think it's a really good example of one for the people that have mul- multiple driveways along there. It's a really good design. So if you want to go check that out, um, you can, you can take a look at it. Um, I think it works well. Minnehaha elementary in Minneapolis is actually a better example from a street section design, very similar to the spring Creek area on maple that we're looking at. Um, very good example. You can go on Google, you can go on Google earth and see it kind of what it looks like. Um, these really aren't overly innovative projects. They're happening elsewhere. I was just at uh, uh, Red Wing last weekend, and in downtown they actually had a separated uh, bike lane uh, area with a protected curb there. And um, across the United States, these are going up all over the place. And kind of reminds me a couple of decades ago, too, about uh, you know when the roundabout in my hometown where I was a city administrator a lot of concerns about roundabouts and these things are in Europe. Why are we doing these here? And it's not exactly the same as this, but the fact is it reduced crashes. Uh, it's less damage to vehicles. It's much more safe and kind of similar to here. I think we're going to see 
we're going to see this type of infrastructure going up all over the place. So if not now, we, we will be. Let me talk just a little bit about the petition, if that moves forward for people, um, too, is that the petition is specifically about the financing of the project. So if it were to go to a, if it, if the petition's approved, the council would have two options. They could either delay the project for at least a year and rethink things, uh, and then they could restart the process without having any kind of vote, or they could initiate a public vote if they wanted to do that. Now, keep in mind, it's $40,000 probably to run a special election. Uh, that doesn't seem like a real good use of taxpayer dollars in my standpoint. Uh, delaying the project that I think is a good design will only drive up costs later. So um, typically construction costs have gone up way more than inflation historically. Uh, so I think delaying the project is only going to cost more, and it's also going to lead to worse pavement conditions that we're trying to fix. Our staff capacity is really limited, so we don't have the time. So I don't think we'd be advising to move forward with a election. I think we'd move on and kind of shuffle this in the project. But um, we, we do have the cost of the construction documents, which is about $300,000 that we have already invested in the project um, that we will have to pay for. It's usually bundled in with the bonding. So if you look at a tax levy impact um, standing alone, not saying that's going to be the increase next year, but that's a 2 to 3% tax levy increase just on, on itself. So we will have to pay for those and, and, and put cash aside for that project as well. So the stakes are pretty high, and I think people who I would just caution people to, you know, do your own homework. Uh, you know, if you're going to sign up for a petition, take it seriously. Um, if you did sign it and you've got other thoughts about that, you have a chance to rethink that if you want to as well. So I would just say be educated on it um, and be thoughtful on the design. I think the council's been very thoughtful. We, they've been listening. I, like I said, I spent my weekends going up and, and looking at projects. Um, they they responded to lots of emails. They went to these open houses. Um, so I think that not not all the time when people are listening doesn't mean that you always agree either with the public but i certainly honor the the right of the citizens to do a petition you can certainly do that the state law allows it so if you want to get active and, and get engaged and you feel strongly about that i don't i don't question uh individual citizens and their right to exercise their their rights that they have and to, to offer their voice too once again, City Administrator Ben Martig is with us. That's just about all the time we have for today. Uh, is uh, there anything else you'd like to mention while we have you here? I don't think so. Is, uh, is it this week and next week is the cleanup day? Oh, shoot, I don't have that at my fingertips, but I tell you what, Jeff. We'll... We're, we're going to send Rich after that. I think it's this weekend. I've got some garbage i got to dump somewhere. <laughs> I do think I saw that, but I don't have the facts in front of me. So um, if we can help get the word out to your uh, listeners, I'd be happy to do that. We'll definitely do that. Ben, thank you so much for coming in. All right, thanks, Jeff. Northfield City Administrator Ben Martin.